Coming to you from the frigid confines of the Northwest. And we aren't just talking about our politics. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hello, hello to our amazing audience, always tuning in to the Queer Centric. I'm so glad you're here yet again. We have another show. And I want to say really quick, people have been noticing that there's video now. Because we really didn't do an announcement. We just have video. Just did it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's been really nice. Except that I had three emails this week saying, so we listened to the podcast. They're not ready to see faces. <laughs> Are you afraid I'm going to We do have faces you? for radio, to be fair. Well, I mean, there Speak it is. for yourself, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm excited for people uh, to see both. You both, this is, this you're on the third timers club. Yeah. Sir. Oh. Three feet. Yeah. Corey's here. Corey Fortune is here. Uh, Corey, what do you do? Oh my gosh, Jonathan. I'm so glad you asked. So I'm actually a mortgage broker, which I have Stop saying. I haven't said that a single time yet. And uh, no, I, I, I work for a queer managed uh, mortgage brokerage, that and that's because I'm the manager and I'm queer. It, <laughs> it helps. I mean, but that's it. That but I out. also yeah. partner. I'm the in-house lender for a queer-owned real estate company. So See? we're we're just helping the community everywhere we can. And I think that's amazing. And I always believe in uh, you know, pick your team. And I have to say this, I have to admit, I've known Corey for a while, and I never once knew he was a lender. <laughs> you learned that two minutes ago? <laughs> no, I learned it, like, what, two weeks ago? Oh, like two Hunter, weeks ago. who yeah. owns the company that I work with, yeah. the, the queer-owned real estate company. Yeah. And Hunter, he's been on this show as, as well. Yeah, so I think it's funny how I, I'm so oblivious to most things. Because Hunter so sent me a referral for you. Yes. I messaged Jonathan, and I was like, are you looking for a house? How can I help you? Oh, I don't know yet. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Hunter literally just sent yeah. me this. Oh, and can I tell okay. you the first thought in my head was, how does he know? That I'm <laughs> it's in the it's in the queer. Uh, it's a seven wires sense. out there. It is. It is. It's the queer sense. Is what it is. Just because there's federal regulations, I think I had to say NMLS number one four eight five zero two three. Oh, there it is. In case I mean, you I do. didn't actually say interest rates, but yeah, it's just I know. Like, oh yeah. That way I can say that Don't I'm up get to me date. Started. Licensed in Oregon, Washington, Oregon, California. <laughs> and carry did on. we mention Corey Fortune? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And actually, what's funny, speaking of Hunter, the connection here is, Ian, last time you were on, you were on with Hunter. I was, yeah. So now, again, you did it last time, like uh, a really good saying who you are. But say who you are and what you do, because it's an important job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so my name is Ian Sullivan. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, and I work in nonprofits, specifically a queer nonprofit uh, for working with youth here in town. I'm going to avoid specifics, because right. then I can talk as Ian the Citizen. Yeah. Uh, but you can Google it, and you'll find us. We I want love you, Ian yeah. the Citizen. We want you as Ian the Citizen. Also, for Halloween next year, could you just dress up as Ian the Citizen? It's going to look a lot like great. this. So. <laughs> I mean, that's how you do You know what I learned this year? So I won our costume contest at work, and I'm convinced it's only because I come with a story. Like, oh. I had on this whole thing, and then I sent in my, and I said, this is who this is, named the person, gave him a backstory, and I won. And I'm like, there were people here who looked way better <laughs> than I did. But you can, if you can pizzazz it with a story. A little razzle-dazzle, never hurt anybody. Exactly. I love Chicago's it. Chicago's the best musical ever, speaking of razzle-dazzle. Mm. Um, anyways, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for having me back. I am glad you both are here. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to, I did this, uh, did I do this last week? I'm just going to ask. Voted? Voted? Oh, voted. Yeah. I figured, because most people who would even come on the show are probably going to vote. You know what I got this year? Well, I didn't, but my husband did. A thing in the mail that said, hey, you, you know, we haven't received a ballot as of this date. Like President Biden would be proud to know that you did vote oh, because I mailed what? him in late. Well, not late, but like right, yeah. But a mailer came saying, "Hey, we, you haven't had That's a vote good. recorded as of," and it was like two weeks after I actually sent it in. Yeah, so they were way pre-printed. But it was like as of October Still, something. We haven't received your ballot, and I'm like, "That's 
They're okay. prepared. They were okay. prepared. Get out, get out the vote cool. efforts. Well, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of people going around saying that, um, and I don't think they, I don't think most of them were doing it in a malicious fashion, but they were saying, well, you can't vote in person in Spokane County. And I was like, I don't think that's true. You can. Uh, because I had a friend who was like panicking because he had moved and apparently didn't give the address or whatever. And so he was panicking. I'm like, you, you, you just hold on. And of course, I, there's tons of places you could go depending on where you live. And so I just sent him a list. I'm like, no one gets an excuse. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you want to do this here. Go here. Mm-hmm. But it was like, for you people, no, there was places. I there got more. Places. This year, I got more spam text messages for voting and different candidates that and stuff. That one person that before. kept doing it? I, I actually don't. Spam? I, I didn't even. Came back I didn't even read the names number. of anybody. I didn't read the names of anybody. Yeah. I just, just saw. It wasn't, are you ready to vote? It wasn't Biffany Frowny. Yeah. Yeah. Thank <laughs> I knew it. I knew that's who it was because I got the same thing. Oh my god. Biffany Did you see what Frowny. I posted? I replied to the last one on election night. I love. And I said, "Boo hoo, lost. <laughs> get bent." And then exactly. it replied back, "You have been unsubscribed." Yeah. But it's after. The I was so thrilled. Came out. And can they I lost. tell you this? So. We all know, I've said a million times, I work at a very conservative, with a lot of conservative coworkers. I get along with them, but we don't agree on these things. But I thought it was so funny and very telling that two comments that struck me. One was complaining about, oh, Patty Murray. She's still, I can't believe she's still there, but not one complaint about Kathy McMorris Rogers. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Mm hmm. If you're going to listen, you're going to complain about this one still in there without Patty term limits. Murray lives in Washington. Think mm. I know what I was like. Let's not. And mm. then the other one was someone came out after the whole attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband. Someone at work came in and said, isn't it convenient that happened before the election? I'm like, uh, no one is planning to be hit in the head with a hammer. Like when like, Gretchen was you. almost kidnapped from the... Come on now. Yeah, mm. it pissed me off so bad, but I just have to smile. Did you see the Donald Trump Jr. tweet thing on that? Yes. The Halloween costume with, with the, the hammer underwear, and underwear. And yeah, and I do like the making fun of him. Yeah, about, yeah. the SNL thing of like, why does it look like you're wearing your dad's old tidy yes. whities Yeah, because he probably is. Someone send that dude a link to Andrew Christian. <laughs> like, Thank come you. on. But I don't want to imagine him in Andrew Christian. Oh, I don't either, I'm but like, everyone listen, deserves to And it's not underwear. because of your body, sir. Uh, it's because it's you. I think, I think you it was know? a choice. He wanted to get his dad's mojo, right? Is that? Oh, that is that how? I'm yeah. sorry. Do you have a bucket I can throw up in right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I've been throwing up in my mouth all day with a smile. It's so gross. I hate it so much. That's typically what I have to do with my work. But okay, so most important thing, we wanted to make sure, because we're going to talk about some of the results, some of the things that came up during this, because I think it's important that we we participate. I think one of our most listened to shows was when we had uh, City Councilman uh, Zach Sapone on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I find that interesting. Yeah, sweetheart of a guy. I started getting messages today from people going, he's gay. I'm like, just calm it down. Okay, he's trying to help us and that you just turn it out now. But yeah, so it's been interesting. People have been very interested in the political shows lately and I think that's awesome. So we're going to talk a little about that. But before we do, we need a little uh, uh, gratuitous self-promotion. And it's to remind everybody, if you don't know, we do, we launched our own Patreon. And so you can go to that beautiful Patreon at patreon.com slash thequeercentric. And there might be a fun commercial later about it i mean just listen that's all i'm saying hey tom patreon how's it going patreon i am doing great patreon wow are you having like a stroke or something what are you talking about patreon that's just my weird eye patreon well no i'm i'm used to that but you're you're skipping like an old cd should i knock you on the side of the head oh okay calm down patreon i read this thing on subliminal advertising and since we are pushing our patreon patreon 
I thought I'd try it out. Patreon. Well, very subtle. I'm not sure your version of subliminal advertising is quite the method they had in mind. Patreon. Now you have me doing it. Once you start, it's kind of hard to stop. It's kind of soothing. And if by soothing you mean nails screeching on a chalkboard, then sure. To be very clear, it's annoying. Yeah, I picked that up. Thanks. We could just be straightforward and tell people to visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash thequeercentric. But I was hoping to be cool and stealth-like. And you were accomplishing neither of those things. You're always ruining my fun. Fine. We can just tell them that we have different levels of donations and you get cool stuff on each level and even get exclusive things. Oh, that's the attitude. Your enthusiasm will be really contagious. Visit us at patreon.com slash thequeercentric to support us today. I mean, I swear it's fun and we will forever be grateful. There you go. Patreon. Come on. Are you serious? Leave me alone. But we do want to remind everybody that there it is. If you want to support the continuation of the podcast, we have fun little things we give you. Kurt's busy in a sweatshop making t-shirts and sweatshirts. And uh, so, you know, let's put him. He's our little elf. Let's put him to work is, is, is all I'm saying. Okay. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yes. Are we ready for this? Uh, who talk about throwing up in our mouths? Um, can I not throw up in my mouth one second? Because oh, I just have I to know. say... Uh, a shout out to Zaxophone again. Yes. Because Ian's here. And Ian and I have a long history of political crushes in local offices. Oh, yeah. Started with oh, like John yeah. Snyder, right? I miss and then, John and then, like, Snyder. Andy Billig is like, oh, yes. I swoon over Andy Billig. Yeah. And I texted our friend Blaine and when Zach Aww. was running. And I was like, Blaine, um, <laughs> Andy has been asserted by Zaxophone as my new political crush. And Blaine, does Blaine know him? Uh, no, I don't think Blaine knows Zach. No, no, because I mean now Blaine's Blaine on to, to bigger to and better to things. Write policy, like, I know. Way he to pursue your dreams. Thinks he's important now. <laughs> well, when I he runs for Blaine. office, I'm going to be his Olivia Pope. So. Oh, this is it's, it. Blaine's going to need an Olivia. Pope I can't. I can't run for things, <laughs> but I can sure fix things. So. See, that's what it is. But yeah, so Zach. Hmm. Yeah, we do love Zach. Zach, we actually had a, a little conversation about how Zach said what one of the surprising things about getting into office is. Uh, a lot of men, gay men in politics are very thirsty. So mm. he noticed that it, right away. I, I, think, I think he knew how he comes off to people. He's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. People kind of <laughs> have a, you know, when they see <laughs> me, they kind of. hot, Zach. I know the impression right. I He's put He's the off. hot nerd. You know, yeah. Will and Grace, yeah. the hot gay nerd? Yes. Oh, my God. It's I know. gay nerd. That is exactly. I love Zach. He's Zach's a, a great guy. He's a policy nerd, and it just like. Yeah, he knows shit. Talk policy like, to me. I know. Well, and it's exactly. Politicians are always charming. They're out there. They're shaking. Like, right? It's like, they have to have some charisma. Exactly. That's the only way they get elected. I mean, yeah. And he's smart. Because we also talked about other that people running for different offices in, in uh, city council positions across the nation who have no experience. He no ran against a dude that thing. flips what, what a burger restaurant. Yeah. So that didn't so know policy. On, Do you want me or that yeah. guy? On, on one side, I want everybody to know, see, even you can be involved in politics. True. And on the other side, I'm like, thank you for electing someone who actually knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I agree with you. I love Zach. And I love that the first part of this political discussion was, that guy's hot. And Zach, if you're listening, yes, we all agree. We've all voted you the sexiest politician uh, alive. Oh, we should get that in the Inlander. That? <laughs> oh, we should make some calls. Kurt, write that down. I like that. It should be. I, I agree. So uh, one of the things that... <laughs> That now we can start throwing up in our mouths. Perfect. Yeah, Let's okay, do it. Okay. Is DeSantis. Who, oh like, n- not that we didn't know, but the greatest meme came out afterwards, which was someone sawing off Florida. 
and letting is it Is that the Bugs go. Bunny one? <laughs> that Bugs Bunny one's been around for, what, and 60, 70 perfect. years now? And wow, they, they, Looney Tunes was... See, yeah. They knew it yeah. 60 and 70 years ago. They're like, Florida... Mm-hmm. Let's just, yeah. So he won, and he won by a fairly large margin, right. which tells us what I've always known: lots of Florida people are crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's hor- he's Trump 2.0. He is the sequel to Trump, and proof that I don't, in my own opinion, you know, he's the one that uh, has been causing Trump a lot of headaches because mm-hmm. he sees himself as the one that's going to take over as the new. Trump, uh, Trumpism, Trump ideas, but not being Trump. He's the new guard for that yes, whole group. Yeah, I think that's going to be tricky for him. For mm-hmm. do you think so? I don't yeah. think uh, Trump's going to take it next. This I want to see the two of them going to slap fight at a debate. That would be you, the you best have to moment. think Trump's tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hands, would like you know? to see that. We could pick, charge money. SNL, do a sketch on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. You, you have to think about, it's basically a cult, and you have to think about how many people are still very excited for Trump and and, and know he's running and know he's going to win right. and know he won. But the and... numbers have fallen, though, and I think and the hope is that because they've fallen and they don't show coming back up, because, look, they thought we were going to have the red wave. We didn't have the red wave uh, like they imagined, and part of the, the pundits are talking about there was a Trump factor in that, because he is showing more and more, people are being more like, "No, we're st- we still want to be shitty," but he was really shitty. And you Trump, know what keep, I mean? Trump keeps backing like loser candidates, like people oh. that aren't qualified, mm-hmm. that are, don't have any. The push. majority of the ones he, which why he is why he's pissed right now, it, that he backed didn't win. Did you see that quote that they, they got from him? Uh, he said, "If people succeed, I'll take all the credit. If they don't, <laughs> you can't blame me at all." That's actually what he said. Yeah, actually, almost do word not for word. Talk like that anymore. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, that was that creepy. was that was horrible. I, I didn't I didn't lean all the way into my impression. Right, I, right. I just kind of hinted at it. But. Well, and at the That's same not... time, you know, his pe- no one's surprised by that quote. You know what I mean? And yet they he would didn't still smile vote afterwards. For him. He didn't yeah. smile afterwards yeah. either. He genuinely he genuinely meant, oh. "I will take the credit and none of the blame." That is exactly <laughs> narcissism to a T, right in that moment. But so DeSantis is looking because he listen. We've watched in horror as the laws going into Florida mm-hmm. uh, against LGBTQ people are absolutely hideous, including before the election. He sent out a mailer that was what I found. I find the subtleties more terrifying than the I'm just going to come right out and say, you guys suck. He put out an, a mailer. It was against, of course, uh, the stance of his opponent uh, on forgiving student debt. And in it, he has picture uh, two pictures of a non-binary individual who is obviously non-binary. And then he's saying just little things like, boy, do you want your money to go to what were the gender studies, gender st- things that are basically yes. liberal arts. Um, do you want it to go? And obviously, yes. this kid is just graduating. I yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But he's trying to do what Trump did: is go to to the working class and underwater basket weaving. Why do you say yes? Let me just ask. I know why, but tell the people oh, why, why you think why it's I want a good those things thing. Funded, yeah, yeah. Um, on the fact that I was one of those students, as were most of my peers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's I think. We're also stuck in this, you must be a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer. Yeah. And then you realize you get to higher ed and you need all those different disciplines to exactly. do a gajillion different things. If you ask all the lawyers what they studied in undergrad, it's yeah. a huge swath. Yes, exactly. And statistics show 
that let's just say a lot of good things come when we have a well-rounded education yep. system that includes things like gender studies. I mean, how does it, how does society move forward if let's not think about that stuff? Well, you also you are, I mean? you're talking to an older generation that pushed the importance of college in general. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you're always people that are going to college that do that. Okay, I have to go there. The number yeah. of times I see a job posting that says bachelor's degree required doesn't say what the bachelor's degree is. Exactly. Just it's required. Yeah. So yes, it could be an underwater basket weaving. Exactly. As long as there's a stamp on it that says yeah. it's from a college, they don't care. Oh, right. well, I don't want you to study that though. Yeah. Oh, so you don't want me to actually learn. Yeah. Well, now look at the what we're doing in, in politics now is trying to form a new way of what we say education should be, what we say people should be, the, the what is the approved people. The Republicans are trying to take it back to saying you have to be this, this, and this because these are the people that are easier for us to to control, yeah. for lack of a better a better word. So he's sending out these very, like, subtle, like, you know what I mean? Very mm-hmm. subtle mailers that are are really. We already know that he's anti-LGBT. All of his policies, everything goes goes towards that. But then these little subtle mailers, which is doing what do we do? If we have brainwashed a group of people for so long, all you need are the cues yep. to continue the brainwashing. I compare it to being queer and recognizing rainbows when you see them. I yes. go into a place and see the tiniest mm-hmm. little yep. rainbow sticker, yep. and I'm like, okay. I'm good. But then on the flip side, I also see a red hat from a mile away. And True. I'm like, oh, shit. Trauma, tom, yeah. trauma and, response. And, and it's, it's, the, it's one of those things. It's like I, I mentioned. Like, so I have, like, I have I pronouns on my business card, right? Yeah. No one notices it except the ones that appreciate it, right? Really? Because most people Not look even over the it. mad people. Well, huh? I, okay. If you notice it and you're mad about it, then I don't want to do business with you anyway. Exactly. And that's great. You but, are in the wrong But, you know, place. it's one of those things. That, and, and it's so – that. The one side does things for positivity and inclusion, and the other side is just triggering. Yeah, a yeah. dude with nail polish. I just peeled my nail polish off today. Do you know? I almost always have nail polish on. Yeah. Do you know how many uh, heterosexual fathers of children I see with painted nails? Like, let's not try to make this. That's what they do. They try to take little things. But you were mentioning seeing a rainbow, um, seeing a hat. Sometimes it's it's subconscious. I was at we'll Walmart one time things. with painted nails, and a guy's like, "Nice nail polish, brah." And I said, thanks, my daughter did it. And he got like, he was like, oh my God. And I was like, just kidding, super queer. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like suddenly he was so okay because like if my daughter did it, it's fine. Yeah, well then. And then what if you were a gay dad? My my daughter can still do it. Yeah, but pretty people much. People try to nitpick these, these things. I'm curious about, so the youth, you work with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you notice them processing things like this in their world? Ooh, uh, lots of... Dark humor, uh, to put it yeah. very <laughs> bluntly, <laughs> to the point where we have to remind them that not everybody realizes they're joking as oh, they're processing. Wow. Um, <laughs> These are dark times. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and lots of memes and meme talk. Mm-hmm. Um, like, which to the point, I'm only 34 and I still have to have them explain shit to me. <laughs> it moves very fast. It's, it really it's hard to keep does. up with all that. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. seen the, the um, like, Spider-Man teaching Captain America phrases? No. Because he woke up and, and they're like... In the, so Steve Rogers is like telling someone like just gonna throw myself off a building now, or like it'll be it'll like YOLO and someone's like you didn't use that right. And it's all thing like so like the younger Avengers teaching Captain America that like, is awesome. That's so cute. Uh, huge tangent though. Now that I'm full of a room of queers, uh, yes. Chris Evans and sexiest <gasps> man alive. Sexiest uh, man alive. Yes, That's the the best call ever. <laughs> I love it. And how is Close. this? It was either him or Michael B. Jordan. 
Because oh, that little yeah, thing yeah, about yeah, the girl yeah. breaking her retainer. Oh. Did you hear that? She like, Orthodontus tweeted like that he had a girl come in because when Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off and black dancer, she bit down so hard she snapped the retainer. <gasps> and the, the girl's like, oh my God, this is my orthodontist. He, Michael B. Jordan tweeted back and was like, I'll pay for your retainer. Oh. <laughs> she thirsted so hard she snapped her retainer. That is, I'm I like, mean, that is relatable. I mean, when I'm, you see like, him without okay. his shirt, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go dental work too. Yeah. I mean, just grind those teeth no. down. And, and that's why. That that's chest, what happened. That chest tattoo Chris Evans has that no mm. one knew about. Mm-hmm. And then the internet oh. blew up over it. And I just love how it makes him hotter because he is so like cool, nice to everybody, all of it. So I do have to, first of all, this is my favorite gay conversation ever. Because <laughs> it's about hot men. <laughs> because we'll talk about politics and we're like, wait, did you, <laughs> did you hear? But I, I, he, I watched him do an interview, a small interview today because the, of them announcing that he's, and I'm just like, he's just, he was asking a guy, he was like, uh, what, the reporter, uh, tell me, do you like mustache? No mustache. Cause he had the full goatee going on. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, are you asking me? He goes, I want to know if you like the mustache. And I'm like, mm, baby, ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thrilled. So Chris thank Evans, you. Like Captain America Anything. or he's not the new Captain America anymore, but thanks cap. Cap. Yeah. Thanks cap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Love that. So, okay. So your children that you work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so about those people. Uh, do you think that you uh, notice kind of the way politics is filtered and the way the society around you is filtered differently because you are around younger people so much now that you're an old man? Yeah, because I think there's still um, a lot of the <laughs> youth I work with. Uh, that, I have a lot of gray it. in here. Trust I me. I love it. Give me a couple of years. I'll be full. I'll be I'll Anderson Cooper this shit up. It'll love it. Love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's a, a lot of them are still living at home, even if, even if they're young adults, haven't yeah. gone on their own yet. So whatever voices at the dinner table, on the television, depending yeah. who's in charge of the remote, all that's still filtering through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so they're still finding where they're at in terms of their belief systems in a lot of ways. And that's not to like shame them. Cause like, Oh, young kids these days, like they can be very strong in their beliefs. Right. They just maybe, especially with COVID haven't been exposed to the oh, events, yeah. the communities, the conversations to challenge and learn or hear things that were different. I didn't different. even think about that aspect, but yeah. Oh yeah. Like, it, it, like imagine how isolating COVID was for all of us anyway. Yeah. And they're not getting like, Maybe they found a podcast like this if they were searching right. the interwebs, right. but they weren't running into this. And like they Apple should. <laughs> I'm just saying they should find this podcast. Yes. I believe that too. Right now, so a lot of these kids obviously are going to be pre-voting age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they come to your organization, um, I think we automatically, as queer people, anybody in the LGBTQ community, we are just uh, political by association because. It just affects our lives, whether we want to be a voice or not. It still affects us. Something from that world. Do how does like are they politically active? Are they? And you know what I mean. It, I want to know how our youth are. Listen, I don't hang around people younger than Tom. So, <laughs> well, Tom's like fourteen. Okay. So, oh, that's see? exactly right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, and honestly, most of the time I don't want to. So I'm okay with that. I love you, young people. I have nieces and nephews. It's fine. Uh, but tell me, yeah, tell me that. So I think a lot of it is finding their passion and their niche as well, right? So I've got we've got a young adult that I've been working with and getting them connected with PGELs, for example. Oh, Peace yeah. and Justice Action League of Spokane, whose yes. conference is this weekend, actually. Oh, Very nice. excited for them. Um, and so finding it's ways for them to get involved. Different in conference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It just crossed my mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so getting them connected in with like-minded folks who want yeah. to be active and lead those demonstrations, uh, have those awareness events, right. things like that. Or are we getting them involved with uh, the young insert political party here group, right? right? right. Things like that. Um, and for that matter, you can pre-register in Washington State uh, yeah. at the age of 16 because uh, they're trying to catch people when they're getting their driver's license. That's smart. Wow, there's mm-hmm. a smart policy out there. Uh, already, well, I'm, we're I'm, also I'm Washington st- State, so let's talk. Yeah. I mean, you know, with with the voting and all of that, we, we are, don't have all those hurdles that other places exactly. have. Yep. Yeah, I get a ballot in the mail, I drop yes. it off, or I mail it. Yeah. I mean, I have to come to the library because then I the photo of you know me dropping it in the box. Yeah, but yeah, I know. I will say, I do miss the I voted sticker. You I can get them at the elections office because oh, I, I generally will go get I just like five or ten of them. Yeah, and yeah. then I wear them for like I four days. I used to do a whole photo shoot just because I wanted it. I just like <laughs> you can also order them online. Oh, and see, just, okay, you know, this you is just I know for yourself. next time now because I need. I, I think need. I actually have a roll of them. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I had so much fun uh, when when I had stickers last time. But one of the things you brought up a good point, which is there are still 30, 31 states that require you to show up to the polls to do it in person. And the only reason that's not awesome is because those same 31 states also have voter ID laws that are a little uh, problematic for trans individuals. So it makes it harder for them to vote because you have, they're not going to match their IDs a lot of times. Their name's different. They're, you know, they identify as a different gender. And so the beautiful people at the polls in some of these states can refuse now I can they're... only imagine what it would be like to show up to vote and have to show an ID and identify as your dead name. Yes, I know. When just it's to so vote to help you as it keep is. rights that you're fighting for. Yeah, like, that yeah. just I, it's ridiculous. Thank you. And to know that there's still that's more than half the states in our in uni- in our United States are not united. No, let's, no. you know, let's be very reasonable. Also, uh, I'm I'm only traumatized by a very small thing. My license makes me look like a serial killer, and so I don't want people to see that. So I Just would ha- your license, I would feel that Jonathan. <laughs> I look like a better <laughs> <laughs> look like a better quaffed serial killer in real life. Yes, no. It's I, I'm like I saw you know when you see the picture after the ticket and you're like who the hell is that? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. And it I do it does usually like, take about four or five shots for us to find one that Jonathan looks it does, friendly. It's in. true. It's true. Yeah. How many times have you two over there, Kurt and Tom, said, mm, we're going to have to try a different angle? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> 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 I mean, sure. Sure, that's fine. No, but these are the traumatizing things. And to see, you know, one of the things I think is important is um, you don't have to run for office. You don't have to be on a microphone. That's not everybody's personality. But I still believe and take part in the democracy of the country that you live in, at least find a way to take part. You don't have mm-hmm. to march in a march, but at the very least, do your civic duty. Mm-hmm. And I think we forgot that for a long time. And and I think we need to get back to that, especially one of the things we're talking about today as well is there were more LGBTQ candidates than we've ever had in this country. There were over 700 running for different offices across, across this country. And one of the things they say is it was probably because we've been attacked a whole hell of a lot. If and no so, one's going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Thank mm-hmm. you. If not, if not someone else, it has to be me. I mean, I think what kind of pushed people was uh, th- there's a good amount of the gay community that was like, oh, abortions are, you know, it, yeah. it, that's under risk. And then as soon as the judge got done with that and said, 
maybe the maybe the gay rights yeah. you know thing too and that Clarence, people were like oh oh this is gonna affect me a, oh I better vote yeah, and let's Clarence be honest stated it that Clarence, it needed to be revisited yeah, he didn't say maybe Clarence no. said it's on the docket I'm gonna go after these people and I think you're right it's scared and it should mm-hmm. yes it should and if there are no, if we're not being represented in politics how can we make sure that we're safeguarded we can't. I wouldn't put it past him to, to reverse segregation, too. I mean, he's just going no, after it, every... It, every he's in a biracial crazy. marriage. So, yeah, he is. You know. Mm. And yet, I feel like... Although his wife's probably like, no, please, make it illegal. Yeah. I don't want to be married to you anymore. Oh, I wish she was like that. Yeah, I know. She's not. Sadly, she's not. That's a whole can of worms there. That's exactly. A mess. Yeah. But these are the things. This is what's important. So, have you guys been approached? Because I feel like every heterosexual person in the world now comes up to a gay person and said, are you going to run for office? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, you don't want me to do that. And no. secondly, there's a, use your platforms. Whatever your platform is in your life, I'm going to be the loud cheerleader. That's my role that I enjoy. And then I'm going to hopefully cheer on, you know, the saxophones of the world. And, you know, the people that are doing good work that are representing all people. But it is important for those of you out there that are politically minded in, in that leadership way, get out and be seen. Mm-hmm. We need more. I think that if a like a hetero person asked me to run, like you you don't know me, <laughs> because the gay community is like, no, he can't run. <laughs> that is not a thing like, that can happen. Listen, we have a list that we keep at the clubhouse. So I had to we're keep my mouth shut on a bunch of things when I was working with Zach on his campaign, just because. Yeah. And I wasn't working; I was just, you know, did a couple events and you know, fundraising. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I got in, in an argument with another local politician that yeah. runs a local coffee shop a few years ago. <laughs> Wonder who that was. That, I don't know. He did, it, it came out okay. You know, the only That's... consequence is that he called the CEO of my credit union and asked me to be fired because I posted his voting record on Facebook. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so that's grassroots the, at its best. The anniversary of that came up during yeah. during this the, the working with Zant's campaign. And an old person that worked at that organization with me sent me a bunch of receipts. Oh. And I'm oh. like, I don't work with that organization anymore. Yep. I'm going to blow this up. And I was like, nope, I do not want that to be associated with Zach's campaign. Yeah, that's yeah. And have that be a thing. That's a good political mind though. Because right. you have to you have to look at all the angles. I mean, but if it's it was weird, me running, that to... would have been brought up like crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. I was just saying earlier, uh, like from when the old days on the the radio show, I would tell people all the time, if you want to find shit on me, you'll find it. And so I'm just gonna play the Madonna card and say, hey, it's it's on you if you see something. or I don't care. Because it's the only way uh, to be a loud mouth and be okay is to just be like, hey, I'm just going to beat you to the punch. And and so I don't care. You know, to, especially now, that was pre-cancel culture. Yeah. Um, and so now they really go after you. So would you run for office, Ian? No, but mostly because I, I don't want to play the game. I want to be in the trenches holding all the politicians accountable yeah uh, the, even the ones i support and the ones that share like voting right th- that would vote the same way I'd the want number of to. conversations yeah. we're gonna have have off the record when blaine runs it's <laughs> because i'll be like He's i'll be running. you'll you'll be like Dan, for those like, who I can't talk to you about what i fixed ian because you're gonna want to hold someone accountable <laughs> so for those <laughs> listening do do follow check out uh facebook everything blaine stum he's amazing he is actually actually amazing so too smart so smart. He's so smart. I love it. 
Oh, he's a and we need policy people. I love when like he that. destroys people. <laughs> it's I, I think that one of the funny it was the Credible Hulk, you know, like the the, the meme of that. Credible Hulk, yes. Blaine is the Credible Hulk. Yes, I, 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 I smash things with with knowledge and information and research. Well, and he's doing it on his couch with his cat in his lap. With his oh, cat, true. oh baby. Yes. Yes. It's, I got a photo of baby before the show. Oh, I love recording baby. Started, so. I love it. So people do check. Like this is what I I've tried to say for years is uh, I believe. A, is that the gay agenda? The cat? Blaine's able to work and great policy from home with his cat in his lap? Yes, I think it is. I think maybe mm-hmm. it is. And maybe Mimosa. Should we ask Pete Buttigieg well, how he Maybe. It? I don't maybe. know. It, just, it was, it's one of the, all, the gay agenda. <laughs> yeah, I want my cat on my lap while I write I policy know. to protect rights. Exactly. He, he doesn't strike me as a cat guy. Who, Pete? Pete? Or, Pete uh, no. doesn't strike me as Pete? a cat guy. No. No. Well, now he's got two babies. He don't got time for a cat. Oh, please. They, they have to have a cat. They have an au pair, I'm sure. Oh, let's oh, yeah. listen. Yes, it's, they have to. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and that's not a judgment thing. Like, that man travels far <laughs> think, too much. I think Chastain's yeah. kind of like, he's like a, he, I think he's a gold retriever kind of guy. I could see that. Like, he'd like, he'd he, like he, a, he himself or the dog? <laughs> Both. Both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then loyal. Mayor Pete's the, the, as long as the dog sits and stays and is good for photo ops, then I'm good. I mean, there you go. So, uh, as I was saying, it's important to find the people in your grassroots area, in your immediate community that you need to rally behind and support because those are the people that go up and you don't know in 20 years if they're going to run for president. You don't know if they're going to go decide to go from city council and then they want to be a senator. We don't, so school boards find school. That's a huge one. So important right mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. so much of the queer community is being attacked through our schools mm-hmm. because if they can erase us at the, at the youngest level, then they hope that'll... T- now, we all know in this room, it's not going to, but it could screw up a lot of children. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't make someone not queer because you didn't mention the word gay in the classroom. That doesn't make someone not gay. We, I didn't turn gay because someone mentioned, and I thought, that could be cool. I knew I was gay when I understood what gay was. Yeah. The kids yeah. feel when like you they're could different, identify. and then as soon as gay became more mainstream, I was like, oh, yeah. that's me. And then as that moves on, it's like, actually, I am way more pan than gay. You know, these things, as they we become evolved, things, I identify with yeah, them better. Into who we we are meant to be. I knew I was gay when I was six years old. <laughs> this is so weird. Six years old, I was at my best friend's house with my sisters, and we had just gone swimming, and his name was Danny. Hi, Danny. And uh, we were changing, and I remember whispering to my sister, he's got a cute rear end. I didn't know that many things. I just thought he had a cute rear end. I had never heard about gay, but I knew something was wrong because they freaked out. Wrong. You said wrong, though. You knew something was wrong. I knew something in my family was Uh wrong. It wasn't wrong. And there's kids out there in those families still. Yes, my my family is, I mean, they're hit and miss still sometimes. But, you know, I was so lucky. And for every time that, that you have someone like me, my mom asking why it was important to have marriage. And I said, because, right? yes, you support me, but there's families that don't. That right. don't, exactly. And they're still out there. Yes, exactly. In Florida. It's, yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of them in Florida. Hey, thank you to the good people out there who aren't like this, but there's a lot, obviously with the election, there was a lot. Well, speaking of, speaking of don't say gay, I came out as gay before I even, I, I thought it was a bad word. So I didn't even, I didn't, when I told my parents, I just said, I don't like girls i right, like right. guys <laughs> yeah so I, I didn't i was afraid to say the word for even months after i came out yeah you know yeah i did the same thing in my house i wouldn't when i came out to my best friend never said the word at all i couldn't say and because I i'm a either. drama queen yeah. i was it took four hours and she kept trying to guess what was wrong because i was just <laughs> so emotional and the and of course after four hours we were both exhausted fell on the floor and i finally said the word whispered i'm 
And that was the first, because especially in religious households or mm-hmm. people that hold those things, you're taught what a horrible thing this was. Um, so this again is why it's so important for those who are, uh, who want to be loud, find the way to be a voice. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it's being elected. I don't care if it's having your own show. Just don't compete with ours. Um, <laughs> do something. Just get invited on it a few times. I mean, I mean, that's a smart way. And people, I think, recognizing that shows like this across the board are needed. We need more of them. Because, listen, we saw what happened. They tried, every state is trying to attack. Uh, Idaho is right next door and doing absolutely horrendous things. Texas... I mean, let's not even talk about Texas. Uh, there and and Florida is still apparently part of the U.S., so we have to be careful. And what's even scarier is uh, the chanting that went on at the DeSantis uh, celebration when he won two more years. Two more years. Yeah. So we know it's four years if you're governor. Well, uh-huh. they want him to run mm. in 2024. We do not want him. This is the scary part about that. Trump was a horrible thing to live through. Trump who has a vindictive little brain worse. Let's not put that in, you know, the oval office, please. We've already been it. Do I think Biden's the one that's going to beat him? They are so split out there. I personally don't, but there, I heard a whole story, a whole NPR story about how, yes, he's the only one that can. There's an SNL sketch from a couple weeks ago. It was a horror story, horror trailer. Yeah. And it was, Biden's going to run. I'm like, no. (laughs) And then like, well, Biden doesn't run. Who is? Oh, and someone's like, I mean, like, Mayor Pete, they get slapped. Like, are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, like, he pulls well, but can he beat DeSantos? That's and the thing. Why would all of the horrible press we give our current president, why would we think that would beat DeSantis? Well, and why? then the big thing they were joking about with Biden not being able to win, he did a lot of good things. You know, the debt forgiveness, the, but he fell off his bike. See, this is what kills this me. Is, this is the horrible part. Yes. He, he took it like a champ, to be fair. He, right? Yeah, he, he, he got right well, back up. He yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah I was impressed. Yeah. He I don't fell think, off his bike. Trump yeah. said he could shoot a guy in the middle of Times Square and not lose a vote. And no one ever is like, huh? That's cool. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, those tapes from the... the, the I mean, it's oh, bad. my God. But it, it is that, bad. That's what we're up against on this side, yes. yeah. is we have to hold every... Al Franken got screwed over, right? Oh, my because God. Because we have to hold people to the same accountability. Yeah. And, and, and we don't right and, now. And, and I shouldn't say screwed over because it, there was inappropriateness, yes, but yes. like, come on now. Yeah. We we have to hold everyone to a higher bar. Exactly. And that's what sucks about this party. Is it does. That we, and then you, we're not going to find that unicorn. No. And we need an equal bar. We need a bar where, and honestly, a bar that made logical sense that we would look at someone like Trump and be like, oh, get that guy out. We don't have, and yet it doesn't. We're going to support him in the red side, and then we're going to take Joe down on the little, he, uh, the big story when he was almost tripped and fell off the stage. Okay, can I tell you, I know a bunch of musicians who have also done the same thing. (laughs) And we're just like, oh. I saw Dave Grohl in concert after he broke his leg. Yeah, yeah. So this is what's interesting to me is this is the power of the disgustingness of media at times. We can take someone down. Just It's like when people are at work, there's that whole concept of, of witch hunting or poisoning the water. If you don't like someone at your work, you just start talking bad about them around the water cooler. And all of a sudden they get this reputation that if you know that person and you know, that's not true. It it's almost impossible to convince other people that 
what are you talking about? They are not that bad of a person. But because you can start doing and that's what media does. Also, you said not that bad of a person. <laughs> right? But it's, See, like, it's yeah, like it's yeah. a good person. Exactly. Well, no, we're not that bad. Yeah. No, it's, exactly. that's a good person. It just that feeds is, into it. The, and and the, the number of accomplishments that the administration has currently had are overcast so by many. he almost tripped. He yeah. said the wrong year. Yeah. He said, yeah, the, the dude's trouble old. getting up the stairs. But also, yeah. didn't he have a, a horrible stutter growing up that he overcame? Mm-hmm. He did, And yes. that's the big thing that people forget about. Well, exactly. people, people blame that on his age now. Now they do, because, and he's going to turn 80, so they're like, oh, he's how can he even be there? Listen, we've had old presidents before. This to, is not new. To be fair, it is amazing that someone literally half his age is still qualified to be president. You know, know. It, it's, <laughs> know. And you would, yeah. think, you would think that they're – I mean, it's hard to get the old people out because they – cling on to life until they're 99 years old but right uh it, 112 here bitch 112 yeah. why don't those people have to show up at the poll and show id <laughs> exactly you don't get a yes. vote from your they made of support exactly yes. <laughs> just so you can say no gay <laughs> no it is just disappointing we don't have we don't yet have uh enough credible potential uh candidates on the democratic side for president Right now, it's it's yeah. it's the oldest guy that's ever been president is going to be, you know, setting the record every year he's in office because, because party leaders are not making room for younger. Look generations. how they're not. But look and how quickly Obama came up. Yes, he gave a keynote speech. Speaking and, of unicorns, I mean, uh, just, yeah. I'm just saying he gave the keynote speech at the Democratic National Convention. Yep, and then he was instantly dubbed a rising star. Yeah, and then he ran it and he took just... out Hillary. Yeah, like that yeah. was a huge. Well, he thing. he kind of had a yeah. It, it was a uh, like a a first term a, per- a perfect opportunity, you know, and, and not everybody's handed that. You know, usually you have an uphill battle. He sort of had the wind behind his back as he yeah. was. I mean, he was just like it. you said, it's so unique. It is a unicorn. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Well, but I will say, where was it and who was it? I don't remember. That's not how good I mean. Obama. We'll see oh. if we'll see if Daniel can look it up for us. Um, the youngest person elected to Senate, Florida, is it was no, it uh, Congress? Oh, Congress. Yeah. First Gen Z Congress person. That's a beautiful thing. Like, listen, I'm not saying that we now need to skew the other way, but I'm saying we need to make room. Yeah, for younger well, like AOC, opinions. AOC won like the, the squad. Didn't they I all like her. landslide? Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah I the read whole that squad. This, uh, and everyone's this like, happened. they're not going to make it anymore. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. I think that's amazing. And we need all voices. And so you're. And here's the thing. The thing I've said a million times that I have against. Uh, no term limits is it leaves no room for new blood and new people and everybody to be represented because you're still there. It's the hardest thing I have because of course I love these people, but it is a, a legitimate fight. If you're doing it on a fair opinion between Patty Murray and Kathy McMorris, Rogers. I don't understand they both why, can why are they not picking their successors at this point? Why does that Nancy Pelosi? Thank you. Pick someone. Yep. And say this is my successor. Yeah, they will win. I mean, if yeah, that's just how it's exactly. Go. Yeah, this is that's the correct way to groom someone. Yes. is what I want to say. <laughs> so everybody can stop <laughs> telling us gay men that we're doing that. But it's true. Yeah, I thought about that today. Why are we not trying to pass the torch? We're trying to hold on to the torch till it has to be just pulled from our cold dead hands. Our Spokane representatives did it in Olympia. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know this. Lisa Brown was no longer running for re-election. Yeah. Andy ran for her seat and is now uh, majority leader? Is that the Yeah, he's phrase? a Senate majority leader. Thank you. And, but, and then the, the, the downside was that there wasn't a pick person initially to take over Andy's seat because then there was a little bit of a battle between Marcus Riccelli and... And, yeah, and, and Th- there was Nancy. a pick person depending who you talk to. Well, I, I, I yes, there was a pick person, <laughs> but again, but Marcus came up through Maria's campaign. Yes. He was on Maria Cantwell, mm-hmm. and then John is the. They were Which both is fascinating great candidates. to me. Yeah, I miss you, John Snyder. 
I, but also I oh. love Marcus. I love Marcus to death. I do. Too. Yeah, he's. I uh, shouldn't say. Sorry, Marcus. I love you. You're doing old a good friend job. of the show. <laughs> I I enjoy Marcus too. He used to come in after playing basketball, which always felt weird on my show because I'm like sports. What are you doing? But he, would he was come a great after guy. His, he would come into like the bar after his kids' soccer games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was, of course, notoriously he was because he told some stories on our show. But his uh-huh. roommate, uh, during when he would have to live over there in Olympia was Brady Walkinshaw and they had quite some stories. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's good. To, but these are the important things that I think we don't talk about enough. We're not having conversations about the people we need to rally, the people we need to cheer on. And let's be honest, being a politician is not easy. And so sometimes they need cheerleaders to be like, you got keep going. It's like on, running the marathon. You want to be there on the side every mile so that we can, we can, uh, we can do them. I, is that a subtle? I'm watching over here. People don't see it's off of camera, but uh, Tom's pulling the the clock. I'm like, is this the subtle hint? He's just gonna throw it what at. What is me. happening to the clock right now, though? <laughs> look at this. Look at the. Minute Sorry, now. it's oh. a uh, it's an atomic clock, but it didn't it didn't set itself back an oh. hour. So no, I, it has to go around the whole horde before oh, it fixes I'm like, itself. Wow, it's the hands. When you're having fun. <laughs> the hands are moving on their own. It's haunting. I just had to fix a bunch of these atomic <laughs> clocks where I work. Um, uh, there's a bunch of seniors where I work and they all were very confused about Not what's happening. Not seniors so in I, high school. I is to, it because no. they turned the clocks back 40 years on Tuesday? <laughs> well, they, they were all like, when's Thank breakfast? You. Am I early? Done. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know this was an atomic clock. It just looks like it, a it, clock. It does say atomic clock. Uh, at does the, it? Yeah. Except it's not 10 till 9 or 5 till 9. So, you know, whatever. If it is, wow, we stayed past our uh, welcome time. But uh, we still have t- time left in the show. We do. I'm going to um, ignore the clock. I'm sorry. That, that was my OCD <laughs> acting up. But when you look at politics, both of you coming from your walks of life, what do you think the most important thing is? You look at the U.S. today that, that you see that go, we need to watch this and I need to do this. Um, we need to change the whole voting system. Because we, we need to have the ranked voting. That's the only way to, to make the system better. Speaking ranked of which, there's going to be a big uh, live podcast here where we do our uh, our show next Wednesday that is exactly about that. And that's how, yeah. you, that's how you're going to start getting some of these younger and, um, I mean, the, the word independent is such a, a nasty word because, yeah. I, and, and even in our current, current elections, independence caucus with the Democrats. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. you know. I was thinking that the other day because I always, all my life, has have identified as independent because I want to be an independent thinker. And I was thinking when I was doing the ballot, mm, I'm basically, for my own safety, Democrat. You know what I yeah. mean? But I, I call myself independent. But in the end, and and I am here to say both parties have so many flaws. Oh, absolutely. I was listening to a lot of people saying we just need we need to clear the house, the whole thing, and restart. And yes, we do. We are smart enough to know that. That is not going to happen, at least not overnight or over the next but 10 years. I will also years, clarify, but... yes, both parties have their flaws. Yes. But, like, them handpicking someone and helping the, the DNC, you know, doing more fundraising right. is a little bit different yeah. than another party trying to take away rights for, you know, yes. a giant yeah. number of the population. Giant. So the flaws are, yeah. oh, my candidate didn't get fair treatment versus, oh, I don't have rights anymore. Right. It is a small group of specific people, mostly older cis white men who are making decisions for all of us. And that's a problem. I want to say it's like, I hear you on the like pushing policy that would actually be detrimental, but also is it any better or worse than the Democrats who made a lot of promises when they controlled 
all three yes. branches or both houses. Oh, and the, then did nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Promises about marriage protections. Yeah. Promises about enshrining and then abortion they, access. They had all these excuses. It was on all why. performative because they knew they couldn't That's actually true. pass it. They were yeah. doing it to get their votes. Because look, yeah. look, we did it. We tried. We tried. Yeah. It is. You it is controlled important. the house. That's your yeah. fault. But well, it, it, that, but also, I know that I I believe that if it did come to a vote, then they're on my side. Which is, I mean, it, it yes, it we hope. Mean I think point, some of them are sheep, and you know, yeah, we also had a clothing. couple. Um, uh, uh, what how the Mavericks, as Sarah Palin would say, yeah, yes. that, that, the, the Joe whatever the from Mavericks. West Virginia, like that. Right. That's, Mansion is not a Mansion, Democrat. I, right. I don't know why they let him. Well, that, that's right. the whole thing. Is that I'm. Well, that's the thing. I, the other thing that that gets me is, isn't it more? It seems more about people just wanting to win. It's not about. It's more about, ooh, the red's winning or the blue's winning. And it's not about, shouldn't we be talking about the issues that are important? We, that we can't affect... be that picky right now. No, I we can't now. But that's what I'm saying is the problem. Yeah. To say is, I'm not going to vote for Patty gotten... Murray because she didn't oh. get it. No, no, I can't afford to do that. Let's be honest. Why did I vote for Joe Biden? Because, listen, if it was, you have to vote for Joe because I'm not splitting my vote. That we already I, did that once. Yes, exactly. And the number of people, if it's yeah. not Bernie, then the world's going to burn. Yeah. And and a lot of those people came around real quick afterwards. You have but, to. But you still, had, I was Bernie all the way. Cannot, but you cannot. You, we can't afford to do that. You and that's the problem on this side of things is that we we have to make those. Yes, I know that you didn't do this, but yeah. I'm not going to risk it. And that's the thing. That's why I think you can't turn the Titanic around, you know, overnight. Well, that sank. Yeah, it did. It, and that's weird. the problem. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> I, I think it is important to recognize where we all, we, we can't just blame the politicians. We fell short. People didn't vote when they should have. Yep. You know, people were so confident right. things were going that we, way that yep. they didn't vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're voting for, we're kind of voting for people we knew couldn't win when we really were honest with ourselves. And that was a little too late to course correct yeah. once yeah. we saw the polls coming in and we saw how well Trump was yeah. doing. And, you know, those people that voted for Bernie had voted for Hillary, we could right. have had a different country, you know, the last you know six years basically. Exactly. I mean, also if Florida didn't exist, we'd have a different country back in oh, two thousand. It would like, be so uh, great. <laughs> it would be so great. But but it is important to see where we fell short and to be real with yeah. us. Yeah. Sorry, all of our yeah. Florida listeners, we love you. We do love you, Florida <laughs> listeners. But I think they even feel it. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? They mm-hmm. feel a little um, lost in their own country. A man without a country, you know, when they're over there. And I think also we need uh, to remember that these. We need to make the big changes. We need to be idealists, but we need to understand that those don't change until we we slowly move that Titanic. We slowly go over the next 10 years. Because how smart... The the Republicans have been playing a long game, like with Roe v. Wade, for 50 years. We get ADD in a year. So we need to understand... Get on the same page. Understand that yes, we want this outcome, but to get there, we've got to make these baby steps. steps. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. that's yes. the things. Things don't happen overnight. What we yeah. hear is they did. Roe yeah. v. Wade yeah. didn't happen overnight as a reversal. No. Those yeah. have been coming up to the courts for years, waiting yeah. until the Federalists could right. put the that, anyway. The yeah. handpicked Supreme Court justices that were able to do this, and now we have affirmative action is back. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, the, the gay marriage is going to be a thing that comes up because yeah. these are all well, look at gerrymandering. The they're, whole, all, they're all happening in the, yeah. in, in the smaller courts. The gerrymandering gonna all come like a hundred years ago was started by the Republican Party because they knew they were going to need to redistrict as time went on. They got so good at it while we weren't watching that now it doesn't it, it's not the I don't think it's the best representation of what we need. To what it fair. is is. We're gonna. I want to win, so I'm gonna move this border. To be fair, Democrats do it just no, as much, but I'm the Republicans saying, are a little better yeah, at it. Well, they are way better, at, and they started it, and then we were like, "Oh, let's get on that." And I'm like, "It sucks." Period. It's this is not an authentic 
representation. Well, and that the Senate system in general. Yeah. Well, why yeah. does California have two senators? Yeah. And Rhode Island has two senators. Right? You're like, huh. I mean, I love Rhode Island. Like, thank yeah. you. Ro- thank say, you, Rhode Island, for listening. Why does North Dakota have two senators? <laughs> and, I, you know, it, 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 it's Listen. not a representation. There's only 12 all. people there. What are we What are we know. doing? Now two of them are senators. Yeah. yeah. These are the things. <laughs> we need to be very aware of those. We have to be aware of the process. But we're also not going to overhaul the system overnight. No, nope, So can't. by not voting, you're not, you're, you're not saying screw the system. You are just you're you're choosing to you're be apathetic and not doing. You're slowing yes. down the progress. You're yeah. slowing down the progress, and yeah. honestly, you're recognizing your privilege there. Ex- thank you. Exactly. I agree with all these things, and I uh, one of these days we'll have a non-political show, but it ain't today, bitch. <laughs> so, these are the important things we need to do. If you had a parting thought, what would your parting thought be to listeners about what we've been talking about? Um, if you didn't vote, then fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bye. I don't want to hear you say anything about the shape of this country. For the if next you didn't two years, bother if to you didn't cast a ballot. Unless you have a damn good reason. Yeah. Like a damn good reason. Maybe you died. If, if you died, if, we'll give you a if pass. If you were restricted from voting because of a voter ID law, right. you get a and pass. And that's bullshit, yeah. I'm sorry, but in Washington State, where we get ballots that show up in our mail, yeah. and if they don't, you can go and vote at, at a physical location. plenty of time ahead of time. Yeah. In Washington State, if you didn't vote, you don't get to talk about this for the next two years to me. Or exactly, I'm I'm gonna have someone else slap you because I don't want to get in trouble with it. Exactly, and I I agree with that completely because if you're not gonna participate, you don't get to say. That's just not how it works. And furthermore, saying that you're picking between like a a crap sandwich and a like, I don't care. No, you still need no. to vote. It means you really don't understand what's happening in this. That's country. very true, and yeah. that you have privilege that you don't recognize. Yes. So yeah. there's that. So yes. yeah, that's. Fuck you, people that didn't vote in Washington. I like that. That's a good party thought. I like this. Ian, what what would you say? You're so a little more gentle. I, I am. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was like, as you're sitting there, like cursing at the storm. Uh, my parting thought was going to be that everything we're talking about today is not a every four years issue. It's not every two years. It's not once a year. It's every oh, 365 days a year exactly. is what we're talking about. Uh, making sure that you are educated on what's going on, that you're holding people accountable who are currently in office, yep. that you're watching their voting records, that you're aware of things like, do the listeners realize or do people realize that like school boards are getting reworked, that uh, county commissions like Spokane's county commission went from three to five plate, right? uh, positions. And that's huge. And like yeah. you need to be aware of what's happening even before those ballots arrive. That's very true. So. And there are ways to do it. Cause I don't want to hear this excuse. But I just, I hate talking about it. Cause I just want to have a good time. Well, there's not going to be a country to have a good time in. If you don't do some privilege. Priv- oh, we should do a commercial where Corey just whispers <laughs> privilege every few minutes. Privilege. I think we could snip that out. It'll be like, we'll do it. And it'll be like a new cologne ad for people. Oh, I love it. See, done. We do great things here. Also, I will, I will happily have a beer with somebody and chat about politics. And Thank I will be you. decently yeah. gentle about it. I, people don't like to have a beer with me and chat about politics. Because oh, I'm funny. not as gentle. You know what you can do is you could join that. And then what you do is you just walk behind every now and then. And then you can say, privilege. I just watched Bros finally. And at the dinner scene, oh, Kyle, oh, my husband yes, goes, oh my God, Corey, that's you. Because yes. he just wouldn't let it go. Yeah. They don't have, and he goes, that is you. And then he tries like, to be quiet and uh-huh. he's like, no, this is too important. That's me. So Love if you want to have beer with me, <laughs> I'm not going to show You up. are Billy Eichner. You are Spokane's Billy Eichner. I, that is very true. So I like, I will, I will do the same thing. I like having discussions. I get 
This is what my brother likes to tell me. He always accuses me of, you don't have to scream. And I try to explain, I'm not screaming, I'm passionate. <laughs> there are two so hard. different things. Jonathan, They're so not, hard. but. <laughs> it's so hard to talk. I know, I get you. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I just have a lot of feelings about He's like, about I, can, I can hear the blood gargling in your throat while you yell at me. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I love you, I'm brother. I'm the, but... the, the mean girl. I'm not here. I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> yes. That is, I need that t-shirt. That is my t-shirt. T-shirt. That is it. I, I like this very much. But also F you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's your t-shirt. And you t-shirt. do all the nice things. That, but also, except that you don't use initials. You just go right in. I do. It took me a while. It's, I think I didn't do this in the first couple because I think radio. We're a podcast. We're a podcast. I we can, can do whatever. Fuck. This reminds me of a story, though, right, before again. we go. Yes. <laughs> fuck, fuck. This reminds me of a story that Tom told me on the way in that makes just makes me laugh so much. This is probably offset. But it was so funny. I don't remember what I told um, you. It was about the lady uh, who made the comment and then ended it with. Uh, in the, oh. Yes. So this is how we're going to end everything. We always have a bad comment. Tell the story. So, um, well, first, here's my fu- my parting message. It's uh, set your clock back and um, get your pets spayed and neutered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you, the, the story Barker. is uh, after after the last last podcast, um, I was leaving. I was actually going down to one of the gay bars to do a trivia night, and uh, uh, I, this lady was talking. I thought she was talking on the phone. She didn't have a phone. Um, she was she was looking at me. Uh, she said the wording was. Um, um, you are a fucking liar in his good name, amen. <laughs> so let's call people out and then end it with in his good name, amen. And that gets us right away with it. I love it. Right? I love it. Fuck you, you asshole. In his good name, amen. Thank you for calling my place of work and click. That'll get us away with everything. So okay. that just made everybody who was offended by hearing this podcast. In his blessed name, amen. In his blessed name, amen. And by him, I mean Leslie Jordan. But, so, oh, yes. She's going to bring it down. No, it's his blessed name. Oh, well, it's okay. not down. Um, it's beautiful. I, I made a. Leslie Jordan was very much like Joan Rivers and yes. loved that. Oh, Can yeah. I tell a horrible joke? Oh, wow. Yes. It was. It's really bad. Bring it. Because, okay, Leslie Jordan died in a car accident. And all I could wonder is why wasn't he in a rear facing child seat? <laughs> Leslie, we love you, but true. Leslie would have loved that. He would have absolutely loved that. Yes, I love it. So there you go. On that, on those two, yeah, in his name, (laughs) Amen. On those two beautiful notes, uh, we wish you all an amazing post-election celebration. Hopefully, because it it went better where you are. It went pretty good where we are, Mm -hmm. Um, and it went not as bad as it could have for the country, which we love. Even though we'll probably still lose the house, but. Not as bad as we thought we would lose it. So I just want to thank everybody who always tunes in. I've been loving recently getting the emails about, apparently some people are just discovering and enjoying the show. So thank you all. Thank you both for coming on, Absolutely. Ian and Corey. This Very has been excited. fun. Yes. And uh, and for Cynthia, who is is going to be listening to this, we love you. We want you to come back. We're sorry that it was a rough day. And I'm so glad Corey just is like, sure. I'll show it. I got nothing. But let me give you, you an hour notice. Loud? Sure. That's, that's where it is. <laughs> so remember, you can always catch the podcast every Tuesday on our website. That is at thequeercentric.com. And remember, check out our Patreon. Did I mention Patreon? At least I once. Think, I think that that's Patreon. great. Patreon. Privilege. <laughs> so thank you all. And until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.